0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Next Great Car Era, a podcast by EV Tuners. Petrol head turned charge head Tim Allen, has been into fast and loud cars since he was little. He's recently joined his passion of cars and the environment together, going on a journey of building an exciting electric sports car, the TVR Wedgie, using used batteries and a Tesla drive unit. He's vlogging this build, EV shows, visits to specialists, and other projects like a modified Tesla Model 3 the rusty Tesla, also a crazy 1970s trike that is nothing short of a danger on three wheels. Today, we sat down to chat all things electric car. Enjoy. So Tim, um, I've been talking with you online for some time now watching Charge Heads, and it's been really cool to watch that grow and to see what you've been doing and see the videos on your channel. but uh this is the first time we've got to actually like chat online in person so to speak um so really excited for that
1: yeah no, i'm I'm stoked about it you know welcome to the uk Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and no it's great that you're enjoying the videos um you know i'm trying to with the channel trying to make it fun entertaining and also informative where i can make it informative uh, whether that's with experts, because uh, if anyone's watched my channel before, I'm certainly no expert, but I definitely make up for it with passion and excitement. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I absolutely love it. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad you enjoy it too. And so so do a, a couple of other people, thankfully.
0: Yeah, definitely. So wh- where did you get the idea for charge heads? I mean, I, I love the name. It's a little tongue in cheek, right? Petrol head to charge head. Were you previously the petrol head and now you're the charge head? Or how did that all come about?
1: Wow. Okay. Well, I've always been <laughs> a massive, massive car person. You know, from the age of, goodness me, early early teen years, um, there's this, this special book in the UK called The Parker's Guide. And I used to look through the book to work out what was the fastest car I could get for the lowest insurance group. So it wouldn't cost me too much, Ooh. insurance, you know. Once I hit that sort of seventeen, because in the UK at seventeen, once once you're allowed to have a provisional driving license. So it started at an early age of me getting into that, and yeah, it just blossomed from there. Really, uh, uh, a list of fairly decent list of cars, and um, yeah, I did have the uh, nickname Turbo. Uh, I think that's more not to do with the turbo cars that I had necessarily, but. Uh, the way that I am I tend to do things quite fast um, yeah no, you know uh, not everything uh, but uh, if you know what I mean but
0: <laughs> head first <laughs> but, and just like in it right just go for it
1: yeah absolutely yeah and um, I've been massively passionate about cars in terms of where it started um, I'll tell you where it, it it kind of began for me and this might sound a bit strange to a lot of people into electric cars, but I, um, everyone, you know, always been into Top Gear, wheeler dealers and kind of uh, normal programs, car enthusiast programs. It was sure. gas monkeys. Gas monkey started me getting into um, thinking, <laughs> I, I know, it, sacre Bleu, You know, it's a bit of a strange one to mention. And I I just got really excited think, do you know what? He's built an amazing brand there. Um and it was quite enjoyable to watch. I was thinking, Do you know what? That's that's amazing. And I didn't think much of it. And then I started watching videos in the UK and America, you know, stuff like EV West videos, um, some electric classic car stuff, um, Zero EV, um, some of their videos as well. And there was quite a few videos on a, we've got a YouTube channel and you guys might see it a bit uh, over, over there. It's fully charged. Uh, they did have some really cool videos, like uh, Johnny Smith, who used to be one of the presenters, went to go and see the company Icon. Do you know the one I mean?
0: They have the, yeah. uh, they have the really cool, like fresh build of the Mustang, right?
1: Yeah, and they've also got a. Oh, goodness, I'm not as good with my American brands, but they've got like a big, like sedan style, uh, rustic looking um, EV conversion. It's literally brand new underneath. I'll have to find the, uh, the name of the car, but I'm sure people will know which one I mean. Sure. And, sure. Uh, yeah. It's, it kind of, I was like, wow, this is, this is brilliant. This is new. Um, this is exciting. And, and it was also cause I was, I really wanted to try and kind of bring my environmental passion with the car passion together, which at the time, was a bit bonkers um and sure. he was actually one of my friends he um I, you know i was probably uh talking about environmental things he said hang on tim you've got a five liter v8 TVR uh i was like oh yeah that doesn't that doesn't really work and that kind of got <laughs> me the mission. you know what i need to first of all i need to get an electric car but do you know what I'll, what electric car do i buy you know what can be an exciting electric car? And at this point, I hadn't driven many electric cars. Um, and then that, then Charge Heads became, and it, I started the process of uh, uh, deciding what electric car I should build. I, I must build one, you know, that's that's the best way. Build, build unique, exciting electric cars, but with used parts. And it all went... Completely uh, bonkers from there, really. Certainly financially, um,
0: <laughs> snowballs.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, that's 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 how it how it began, really. Um, and um, I was really, really fortunate because I got to speak to some amazing people in the UK. The the EV conversion scene in the UK is everyone's really, really friendly. And because only till probably more recently with electric classic cars going on Discovery and their channel, uh, their YouTube channel has exploded recently. I think they're over one hundred and twenty odd thousand subscribers now, so they're getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really helped because I managed to go and visit a lot of these EV conversion places with uh, the help of my cameraman at the time, Stuart, who's always been behind the camera. Um, so there were very different videos back then when I started the YouTube channel. Um, but I basically thought, you know what, I've got a, the Charge Heads name came about because in the UK, like in America, you've got Gear Heads, right? Uh, sure. yep. pedal head. uh, there's quite a well-known uh, um, brand in this country called Piston Heads. So I was, I was kind of racking my hmm. brain, as you know, how can I think of a, a good like uh, trying to make a bit of a brand around it really? I thought you know what charge heads I was thinking electro heads that that was actually taken, but i didn't I didn't think that was a uh suited the pipe the thing that I was doing, and I thought you know charge heads had a bit of a ring to it, and I thought you know what let's let's do that so you know got the website um uh start you know i've even started a limited company now just to get all the bases there if it does grow into something bigger but main promote what amazing things you can do with you know ev conversions and also modified evs um so so yeah so managed to go and see lots of companies to uh, to learn a lot because i my um my technical knowledge of electric cars was extremely poor, bad, extremely poor. Um, you know, as a as a petrol head or a car enthusiast, I could uh, change the oil, change air filter, do the basics, change brakes, etc. But electric, I mean, electric cars are whole whole new level. So yeah. I am starting to learn it, um, and hoping to do a, a course with Ralph. Who Ralph, if people don't know, Ralph Hosier He's the one that's doing my EV conversion. And um, he does uh, level one, two, three, and I think there's a fourth now as well, uh, accredited course on EV maintenance and how to take batteries apart and that sort of thing. So next year, that is the plan to try and increase my knowledge uh, rather than just me going, yeah, it's it's a shiny thing um you know <laughs> just to put a bit bit more uh bit more uh, weight behind the, the knowledge of the channel as well
0: yeah no that makes a lot of sense the the parts are different especially around drivetrain but i i i've come across the the notion especially online people are like oh you can't do anything with evs they are what what they are you know, especially think of like a manufactured EV, not something special like a swap, but a Tesla or a leaf. And, and people are like, Well, it is, you know, you can't you can't do things with it. But I, I think that actually is is just missing the point and in, in that you just do it different, right? Right. Huh. So like you are looking still anything with the with the suspension, with the wheels, with the tires, weight, aerodynamics. And then eventually I, I I'm really excited to see things and you're starting to see it a little bit now with like open source, people are hacking in to these drive yeah. units, but it reminds me of, uh, like flashing turbo cars where you would go in and you reflash the ECU um, mm-hmm. it also reminds me of hacking computers back in the day where you could go in and you like overclock the CPU. So it goes faster, but then the mm-hmm. more you overclock it, you got to now put liquid cooling on it and you have to do other things. To make it stable. And I could totally see that in the next 10 years being something that that takes off. People will figure out a way to tune EVs and to build yeah. EVs and customize. Yeah, I, mean, them.
1: I mean, I think back, so I've had a lot of jack cars. If people have watched my channel before, uh, lots of JDM uh, car cars, because in Japan, they're right hand drive. So jack cars have always come over to the UK uh, for a number of years. And, you know, they've got that 112 mile an hour speed limit. And so, you know, people, you know, breaking that and being able to take those off. So, yeah, it's, it's all it's all possible. And um, quite interestingly, one of the guys that I met up with and done a video or two with is a chap called Paul Crompton, uh, Crompton, sorry. And uh, he's seen as the EV guru uh, in the UK. Um, I mean, he's his first EV conversion was something like 20 years ago. Wow, and uh, he went out to America, funnily enough. Um, and they had an EV converted uh Porsche. Oh, god, what's the one that electric classic cars have done? I've got his, he's actually given me a load of uh, his old uh stuff from years ago, all these old school magazines when it was really really niche,
0: yeah, you know,
1: many many years ago because there were people have been doing it for a long time, but totally. with the uh, with the lithium batteries coming on board and then and becoming more efficient and the power density becoming a lot greater. So how much, you know, uh, change the game, how much performance and range, um, and they were tuning nine one four, I think it is Porsche. Um, they were, they were tuning motors ready. Um, and that was something that I was considering doing. Unfortunately, Ralph hasn't got any experience in that, uh, field, but, um, there is ways of tuning uh, or to be fair to Ralph I think he has done it before but yeah Paul has been doing it for a long long time so the original plan was to tune up a leaf motor um, mm. but there, are, yeah there's been it's been a real journey with the EV conversion <laughs> um, yeah because I've, I've changed my mind on the motor many times if you've uh, seen the whole series so far um, but yeah like we were going to do a leaf motor, tune it up And but unfortunately, the gearbox that was going to be mated to the prop shaft wasn't rated to take the power that we were looking for. So I was thinking, uh, okay, maybe I should just try and find. I was stuck at that point. I I didn't know where to go. And then out of nowhere, someone sent me a link for this uh, modified Tesla small drive unit uh, to connect to the prop shaft, which, again, is a very rare thing to do. Um, So I'm somewhat of a guinea pig, it feels Mm. Uh, feels like. But um, but yeah, tuning of electric motors is possible. It's just with these newer cars, I mean, they're they're doing it on Nissan Leafs already. Um, All they do is they change the inverter or the information on the inverter. You have to have a big enough battery for it to cope with the extra power through the motor. But there's a chap called Dala, D-A-L-A, in Scandinavia, I want to say Finland, and he's already been doing the tuning on the Nissan Leaf. Um, and yeah, yeah I, th- I think he's got 350Z Nismo wheels on it as well, in black, and it's a black car, so it looks really cool. Um, and he's doing all sorts of manner of stuff. Again, very technical, which it does. a lot of it does go straight over my head, to be honest, because uh, like I said, my background's sort of sales and marketing and, and buying, to be honest, so. But yeah, no, the the possibilities are definitely going to come out of the woodwork for sure, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I can't can't wait to see all the possibilities in the near future. Although saying that, you know, you've got there's so many options for the Tesla, isn't there? Um, I know you've you've got the performance model, Dan. Yes, so, that's right. Uh, I've only the mere long range. You see, so um, <laughs> so, uh, but.
0: It's still faster than, at least in this neck of the woods, it's faster than 95% of everything on the road.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, the options with the Tesla Model 3 is obviously the Tesla performance upgrade. And then is it the in, this is it, always pronounced it, there's the ghost upgrade uh, and that sort of thing. Funnily enough, our Tesla was in, at Tesla, getting fixed. There was a bush that needed doing and... You know what dealers do? They probably didn't do it on purpose, but they lent me a performance one. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, Dan? It wasn't the performance; it was the track mode. Ah, Cause yeah, because I'm a bit of I'm an ex-drifter, you see.
0: Uh huh.
1: Oh. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um, I've had about I've had three Nissan. I don't know what you call them over there, but I have three import Nissan Silvia S14s. Yeah um yeah. i've had an r33 skyline uh gtst so i used to do a lot of drifting all so, of the
0: things everyone wants <laughs> Well, skylines you can't really get over here uh, although there's a no, few there's a few but well, you see them at car shows every now and again and big crowds people are oh my gosh a skyline
1: yeah. you know what i i had my skyline about eight nine years ago and i bought it cheap i mean it was do the conversion yourself but i think i bought it for I swapped it for my S14 which is naturally aspirated but quite heavily modified and it was my daily and my drift car and I swapped it for that and a grand what a thousand quid I don't know the exchange rate's awful at the moment I, I, I think back 15 years it used to be two pounds to one dollar I think it's yeah. one pound to one dollar now
0: <laughs> that's about the time when I was there last and uh and it was it was it was not in our favor but um it was still a good time yeah <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. I did a withdrawal from the bank. I'm like,
0: man, that went down fast.
1: (laughs) Well, then I bought that car for three and a half grand. I think it it was it was quite it's not a bad example. You know, it was a drift car. It was probably about three hundred and fifty odd brake horsepower, and but I think I sold it for about three and a half thousand quid, and they're going for like fifteen to twenty grand now. You know, all the Jap cars that I've had, they're bonkers money. I bought Jap cars back then because they were good value. Yeah, but I, yeah. Wouldn't buy, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy one now because I say good value when he's spending a stupid amount on electrifying a broken British sports car. But uh
0: different categories.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true, true. I mean, I am very, very uh tight uh, as as we call it in the UK. So I'm I'm very careful with my money normally. But when it comes to cars it just it just goes horribly wrong <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I've got, I've got a problem dan have you got that problem too? I,
0: I have i have had that problem and i may still have it but yeah. I, so far i have resisted the urge to crack open the the model 3 that i had i've had it about a year now and uh, my plans is to focus on on driving so the track mode right i bought a helmet earlier this year I'm going to start uh probably start with autocross but I'm really interested in learning uh racecraft and at this point the car is way faster than I am and as my skill hopefully knock on wood starts coming up then I expect that bug to bite me again but mm-hmm. the last time I really had it was uh about 10 years ago I had a turbo um eclipse I don't know if they have those
1: no, yeah no, you seeing... remember it from the, the original Fast and Furious film, the Eclipse. And that's
0: the same one. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, it broke just as often, uh, so that's where I learned most of my mechanical skills was on forums trying to figure out why is this not working. Um, but now, you know, even at the best of times with that, which I did a whole new long block, bigger turbo, bigger intercooler, rebuilt all the drive lines to handle it. On the best mm. of days, it was slow compared to the tesla
1: that's the thing i think about the money that i used to have a honda uh, integra dc2 nice so it would have been in this country we have a type r but it was a Jap import so it would have been the same as an akura uh, integra gsr yeah yep so i had the b18 c1 engine and i decided this was when it was two pounds to the dollar it'd be a great idea to get a turbo kit over to the UK. And uh, yeah, while I was, I lost my license for speeding and I thought it was a great idea that while I'd lost my license to fit a turbo kit to my car. But, yeah, makes since sense. Since you're not
0: driving. Yeah, makes sense.
1: Might as well make the most of the time not driving Yeah, to increase the performance by at least 100, 100 brake horsepower. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that was a bit of a money pit. I mean, that had AEM ECU, Quaif Limit Slip Diff, T4 Turbo on it. It had quite a lot oh, of nice. uh, valve train. It had, you name it, but it was, it was a really sad story actually, because my mate that helped me build uh, the engine, we are on the way back from, uh, I think running it in and he was behind me in his BMW five series. And we go around this roundabout, and this guy in this truck um, cut me up and I stamped on the brakes and my mate, Went straight into the back of me. Oh no! <laughs> I had uh, Buddy Club body kit on it as well. Um, yeah, it was that was a sad day. But in in hindsight, it was it wasn't a bad thing because I ended up selling it for parts. I got some really good money for the parts. I ended up selling the engine in Holland in the Netherlands for like four grand. It was crazy. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, I know. And I spoke to the company later on. They said, yeah, we never fitted it for the guy in the end. He just he just never turned up. I was like, okay, <laughs> random. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and then after that, that's when I started getting into real-wheel drive cars, which, in my opinion, you know, front-wheel drive is all good and fun. But when it comes to, uh, yeah, a bit more fun, it's about, you know, a bit of sideways action as far as I'm concerned. So, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I really, really want to get some sort of drift mode on the Tesla Model 3 so I can go to a couple of drift days because modified EVs in this country, Dan, it is, you know, I see what's going on over in the US. I'm like, wow, look at, look at what's going on over there. Mainly Tesla's, of course, from what I can tell, but it's just not, it's not very big in the UK. It really isn't. Um, yeah, there's 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 pockets here and there, but it's, it's, it's pretty small. And hence why I wanted to start, you know, charge heads. Chargeheads UK.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so so yeah, that's 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 where it all began, just to get more people. And it is more, you know, it's it's it is from an environmental point of view, because as far as I'm concerned, from the information that's out there, um, you know, electric cars are better for the environment. When it when you add up all the things of, you know, uh, extraction of oil, refining of oil, transporting of oil, and then the emissions of oil. And all the things that go with the all the many, many parts with the car. You know, obviously, we know that some electric cars, because they're all different, you know, you can't generalize too much, that it does take a certain number of miles before they're then um, better from a carbon footprint than an ICE vehicle. But, sure. um, you know, the Tesla Model 3 that we bought were, had done 57,000 miles, which was pretty high uh, for a... Three year old car, mm-hmm. um, and um, it's done 66,000 now, and yeah, absolutely loving it. And although I was very tempted to, because what's happened in the UK recently, is you might see from my recent video, electric prices of used cars have just done this because electric uh, prices of electric have gone up massively, so they've gone mm-hmm. from uh like 15p up to like 32p so they've doubled um it's still better than driving a ice car uh as long as you charge at home and you haven't got a really inefficient electric car um but unfortunately the media tend to have a bit of an agenda in our country a lot of the time for whatever reason you know there are many I'm, i'm not gonna get too political they
0: live on clicks all media, yeah, their lifeblood is clicks. <laughs> they
1: love that, click, that click action. Um, so, so yeah, I thought, do you know what? I could sell the Tesla. So I got, I did have an offer on it, but then I thought, do you know what? It, it would have been a faff. I'd have had to get new insurance. Then we'd have had to have an interim car while the prices went down, which is what I envisioned happening. I could get a lower mileage performance in six months' time. And I still think that is the case. But then I was thinking, do you know what? It's going to be more fun modifying a long range. And I do really want to rack up the miles on this car to dispel a few myths around electric cars because that yeah. was really important to me. Um, because honestly, this you know I do promote my channel a bit on some of the car enthusiasts, Facebook groups, et cetera. And the number of people is just like, oh, you know, as soon as it's out of warranty, throw it away and I'm just like, Oh, no, <laughs> you just, you know, there's so many, you know, there's if the batteries do get that bad, and from, again, the information, mainly from America, from what I've seen, it's only like 10% uh, degradation. Yeah, it's not bat, that bad. Um, but you've got second life with batteries, whether it's, you know, s- solar storage or a manner of other things um so so yeah i just want to dispel a few myths and just kind of heavily promote it really um that's that's the whole idea just have a bit of a i don't know have a make a bit of a stand i suppose that's that's the plan that's
0: the plan and have some fun while you're doing and it have some
1: fun, of yeah. course have a stand have a fun and make a fun car that's gonna make me uh, yeah put a big fat smile on my face really
0: let's dive into the to the wedgie a little bit um because some people might have not seen the uh, the videos yet, and um, so can you talk a little bit? You, you started saying you changed your mind on the motor, but um, what else? What what else is going on with that? At at the end of the day, you're going to have a rear wheel drive track weapon, and maybe something really fun for uh, for the weekends.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be a track weapon. To be honest, no? uh, I think, no, maybe, 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 maybe a little no, bit. Of, no uh,
0: drifting in in it at all.
1: Oh yeah. I think we're going to have to do some uh, drifting. Yeah. I, I see track and drifting like very, very different. Um, oh, and, in okay.
0: this,
1: and in this country, this is why I sold my drift cars and uh, went a slightly different route is because it was seen as being a very uh, low grade style of motorsport. Mm. Um, Back then, I mean, we're talking until, God uh, eight years ago, and it was it was a lot of um, yeah chav motorsport as uh, as we call it in this country, um, but it's, it's obviously exploded even more uh, since I've been out of the game. But there weren't many places to do it. I was I'm very lucky. I, I live next to a a very uh, no tribal quarter-mile strip called Santapod. In Northamptonshire. It's like the best known quarter miles trip in the UK. And it's oh, literally awesome. down the road. So on a summer's day, I can hear the top fuel dragsters from my house. Um, oh, they are loud. As <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, and they used, to do, they used to do drift what you bring days there. In fact, they still do. And I was in a petrol station the other day. And it was, I won't name the petrol station, but um, I was filling up my camper van. And uh, this... Toyota Celica Supra pulled up next to me. Do you get those in the U, uh, U.S.?
0: Yeah, the the Celica Supra was is like an older one. Like
1: I want to like say, Mark, it's like Mark II, Mark II Supra.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We get those. There's not very many left on the road. No, but no, they're, they're they were over like
1: here. Right and yep. this one was clean, and it was fully wow. caged up, fully caged up. And I looked across, I was like, oh, I love, absolutely love them. And I was, you know, dribbling. On the uh, on the wing, and I was having a chat with a the guy there, and it was like, "Yeah, we're going to Truth what you brung." I was like, "Oh no way! I used to go there back in the day, but uh-huh. then there's a few tracks. There's a few tracks that used to do it, but a few tracks banned it because people were just being, as I would call it, we're allowed to swear. I'm going to say it anyway, sure. dickheads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are being dickheads. That's so, very accurate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they sport it for other people, unfortunately. Um, so, so yeah. So start started the TDR wedgie. The, the original idea, I went through a load of cars in my head, narrowed it down to a Toyota MR2, Mark 1 and Mark 2, because mm-hmm. I've, had, I've had a Mark 1, and I love the Mark 2, and I used to sell the Mark 3 when I used to sell cars at Toyota, and I thought, you know what, putting a motor in one of those would be loads of fun. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking Porsche 944 which in hindsight, apparently they're really easy to convert. Um, and then for some stupid reason, I I, uh, I thought, you know what I've got a TVR at the moment and if people haven't heard of the TVR brand, it's British UK car. Uh, I think you got my version but in a two point eight v6 form um, and I, I basically thought, you know what? it's got to be a TVR. it's got to be a I wanted it to be a soft top, I wanted it to be real drive. And um, it had to be kind of—it's a lot of money that goes into a car like this, so it has to be a bit unique. Yeah. Um, and I thought, yeah, it's got to be a TVR, and I chose the TVR Tasman 350i, whatever you want to call it. This—it has many names: the Wedge, the Wedge E, um, <laughs> and yeah. So I picked that car. So the the original plan was we'll get a Tesla. Model 3 motor, because mm-hmm. it's a permanent magnet, it's very efficient, very powerful. We'll put that where the diff is and we'll put the drive shafts, drive the rear wheels. It's, it'll be easy. Piece, Piece cake. of cake. Piece <laughs> of cake. So I was very wet behind the ears when it come to EV conversion. I didn't understand that in our country, and this is very, very different in our country to the US, Um, You cannot, once you've changed the engine and gearbox, you cannot change the chassis, cut it. You can't even look at the chassis. Um, (laughs) You you can't touch the chassis, basically. Or if you do, you have to go through a vigorous test. And when I say vigorous test, um, they test each one of your battery boxes. It's on one of my episodes where myself and Ralph explain it. Um, and I'll have to remember the name of the test in a second because I can't remember it right now, but um, it's basically they set fire to your battery box just to check the, uh, uh, the strength of it and there, there's, it's just a rigorous test which costs about £6,000 each wow. battery box so it's, it's big money um, so we thought, you know what, we're That that did cause some complications. A further complication was the actual car that I chose has got inboard brakes. Now I never knew what inboard brakes were. Do you know what inboard brakes are?
0: Not under that name. No, I've never heard of that before.
1: So they are. I know disc and drum. So your discs or drums on hubs, right? Yeah. These are discs which are literally uh, next to the diff.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Diff.
0: Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, I've never heard of that before.
1: So I couldn't fit a motor there without completely redesigning the car. I probably, as, as Ralph would put it, I probably chose the hardest car to convert. But that has been, I think it's been interesting. And financially, it's it's ruining me. But it is As really hobbies do. As they <laughs> do. Um, but I think it is kind of... I hope it's helping a lot of people with EV conversions because you don't... A lot of the things that you might not take into consideration. Um, so hopefully I'm saving everyone else money. Uh, yeah. Which is good. Um, so then it was like back to the drawing board. What do we do? Do we fit an electric motor to the gearbox? You know, the old net game motor. Mm -hmm. which is the kind of traditional uh, you know, Hyper 9 motor. But I was having been out, I I visited a company called Eco Classics, which was the company that was originally going to do the EV conversion. And they've done some, they've done lots of cars. They've done a Citroën DS, which you might have heard of before with the one with the hydroelastic suspension. Um, And they've done all sorts of classics. They're quite well known in the UK for their conversions. And they only really do new motors and they recommended uh net hyper nine. I got taken out in a triumph stag, another British sports car with the hyper nine. And, you know, he put his foot down and I was like, it's not really quick enough. Um, cause I'm a bit of a power or if you like, um, and, um, yeah, he goes, oh no, I'll take you out again. And he, he gave it everything. I was like, mm, spending this kind of money, I, I you know, I wanted it to be fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah so and another complication with them is i was adamant i wanted to use used motor and a used battery Um, and they just they didn't want to do that so that's when i started contacting other people and got hold of ralph and ralph is well known for doing lots of weird and wonderful one-off conversions Uh, i used to work with mitsubishi a lot Um, and he's been on tv a few times in our in the uk um do you know, have you heard, ever heard of the boy band Boy Zone before? No. No, I think it's mainly UK band. But he's worked with a famous boy band guy who's, he's famous for doing drifting as well, funnily enough, and singing. Um, and yeah, he's done a few TV shows and stuff like that. So people might have seen him on uh, Scrap Car, supercar, they called it, and a few other uh, things. So I got talking with him and he was up for doing it. Um, and funnily enough, I'd done a video with him prior about EV conversion safety, uh, which we did. which was It was quite a good video, but it was in the early days, so um, yeah, could have been a bit better because I'm getting better all the time with regards to the you know, because I've never done any videoing before, any editing, because I do a lot of my own edi- editing as well. Nice. So yeah, then we started with that. So, couldn't fit the Tesla 3 motor. We didn't do the Hyper 9. We were a bit stuck. We started looking at Cascadia motor, which mm-hmm. to this day, back then, I don't think anyone would have heard of a Cascadia motor. But now you see what Cascadia are doing. And I think they're, they're working in conjunction with uh, a couple of American companies now putting out some exciting stuff. And they've got their race car, which has gone up Pikes Peak and stuff. Um, so we were looking at all these new motors. And I was thinking, come on, Ralph, let's just go back to the original plan. And, and this is, um, you know, I did, to be fair, waste a bit of. Rouse time looking at these new motors, although I'm sure he, uh, you know, he, he he counted it up. Um, but I had to go back to use. And like I said, we were looking at this Leaf motor. So tuning the Leaf motor with the zero EV, zero EV, who are now Felton, the EV conversion um, uh, part supply. And um, yeah, that, that gearbox wasn't powerful enough. It probably was powerful enough, but they wouldn't rate it that high. And then, lo and behold, someone sent me this link for the Tesla small drive unit modified, and that was uh, from uh, guys in Bulgaria, which was mm. uh, uh, sorry, not Bulgaria, sorry, Romania. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, that was a bit of a uh, stab in the dark, really, because you know when you're sending quite a few thousand pounds over to a A very a country that you know is is quite far away um you start to get a bit nervous and but the the motor did come which is good so yeah um we've got the batteries now uh we've got used batteries out of an mg which mg was a traditional uh uk brand it was like the sporty brand of rover I'm sure you've heard of MGs before.
0: Yep. Hey, just a quick note, everyone. This is when Zoom uh, had a technical issue. And so we're having to stitch together two different clips. So here we are right back into it, talking about MG. And we were just talking about uh, MG. Uh, you said you were grabbing yes. the batteries out of the MG. And I have heard of them.
1: Yeah, so it's um, well, off a, um, a company called EV Breakers. It's a... Uh, Again, a very interesting. It's all these people I get to me. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Although I've not physically met this guy yet. Um, this guy, um, his dad owned a breakers yard. And he came back from university and said, you know what, I'm going to start breaking electric cars. And um, the guy in Northern Ireland, he breaks specifically electric cars, named a uh, company EV Breakers. And he did a great deal on this uh, full pack of, I think it's 44 kilowatt hour pack. Wow, it's um, a big pack. So um, that, was, that was great. So we've got the batteries. We've got the motor. The motor's now fitted. Um, what is left to go? We've recently had the Orion BMS2 arrive, which is the battery management system. Um, we have got, uh, yeah, a lot of the cooling uh, bits have arrived. The Something that I'm just about to order is... I did originally order a DC to DC and Charger, um, but we sent that back because a company that, again, which we went to go and see, a company called Eco Classics, a, a guy called Nick, he has got an amazing setup. He um, He's very well known for doing the EV converted Speed stuff. Which is a remake of the Porsche three five six convertible. So they do like uh, like a kit car, an electric version. He did the electric drivetrain, and also he did the electric drivetrain for the Caterham Um and he did the electric drivetrain for a company called Design Nine Eleven. And I got to drive this classic electric nine eleven, which was bonkers. You might people might have heard of the Everati electric nine eleven, which is yes. a quarter million. Um it's Well, on paper, it's very similar performance. And I got to drive that and it was, yeah, it was awesome. Wow. Um, Actually, which is very exciting. He's designed a single seater electric um, uh, race car. Um, So, yeah, if anyone's interested, check out Eco Classics. They're doing a lot of exciting stuff. So he he has got this DC to DC which is also a charger which is also a vehicle to load so i'm gonna have a vehicle to load on the tvl
0: oh very you know cool so you can hook you it up know, to your you house i lost uh lost your audio there can you hear me there you go i hear you now you uh that's like being able to use it you could hook up your house to it as a battery backup or uh something like that right
1: yeah so that's vehicle to there's vehicle to house i was only watching the video on it just before we came on actually there's vehicle to grid which goes back into the grid um so you can help uh, a bit like the tesla power station works with with the uh, tesla powerwalls um, you've got the uh, power to house so it'll power your house which is very useful i think in certainly a lot of parts of the world where you can have blackouts, etc. Sure. Uh, this is going to be vehicle to load. Um, so what that will enable me to do is if I wanted to, you know, if I wanted to set up a bouncy castle next to the TVR, I could power the, uh, the air to keep that going or run a fridge, or I could charge my Tesla with it. And the whole idea with that is I could use it as a, a second battery for solar and, um, so I've ordered, I know we live in the UK, but I've actually ordered solar panels because they were doing a deal in uh, September. And unfortunately, the lead time is about 12 months at the moment in this country. It's crazy with the supply chain, yeah. which is on effect. I don't know how bad it is in the US. We're dealing but,
0: with the same stuff. Yeah. yeah really Got to wait forever for anything good.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah, so that's, that's going to give... Um, so I have the solar and then I'll have a very smallish um, house battery. But with that, I was gonna connect it to the TVR as well, or the Tesla. So we've always got that extra um, battery to fill up. So we're not putting it back into the grid because it costs, in our house, costs 32 pence per kilowatt hour. Um, I don't know how much that is in cents, sense. Um, but they'll only give you like six P back so you might as well keep the electric, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that's an exciting thing that uh, I've recently ordered for the car. Um, what else is going on with the TV I Reggie build? Um, I think I might have someone who will be sponsoring the car and giving it a respray because if anyone's watched the channel, um, she is in a bit of a sorry state at the moment. Um, it, you know, the car I bought cheap, um, the reason I bought this specific TVR was not only it was cheap, but it had a solid chassis and TVRs, it's a glass fiber um, shell and the, sh- the tubular chassis tends to rot out and rust really badly. But this mm. one was actually quite sturdy. But It had nice. 18 owners.
0: Um, Whoa! That um, has to be some sort record. of
1: record. <laughs> it was also modified and had no service history so you know from my point of view that stuff didn't matter because it kind of made it more uh, exciting for me because it was gonna it was gonna kind of reduce the number of purists after my blood
0: Um, (laughs) good boy
1: it's it's all it's all fun there's always gonna be people that aren't going to like what i'm doing anyway but yeah that's life isn't it
0: that's how um, you know you're doing something good
1: yeah <laughs> maybe yeah um so yeah as far as i was concerned the you know the engine i managed to sell the gearbox i managed to sell but there was a massive fueling issue and it would have cost about four thousand pounds to fix uh to do it properly and the car cost me three thousand so you know it was that car was a write-off in that respect And there's someone you know, had the real know-how to fix it cheap, which, you know, I don't think it's really going to happen. So so that's where we're at with the wedgie at the moment. Uh, Fingers crossed it will be ready for, I'm hoping March time, ready for the new season, and I can get it out there and start driving it, basically. So, yeah. And it's the idea is it's going to be my commuter vehicle as much as possible where I can get away with it, so and it should have I've worked we've worked it out it should have between depending on you know all the variables with electric cars between 100 and 150 mile range which is fine
0: yeah that's really good that's really good i think a lot of conversions are more in the uh, you know the 80 to 100 so you're kind of uh, that 44 kilowatt battery pack is nice
1: yeah it's i think we're not using a couple of the modules, but I think it's just over forty kilowatt hours. Okay. Which I think any more is gonna start getting weighty, which would ruin the drivability, I think. It's yeah. gonna be interesting to see what it drives like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so only time will tell, I think, uh Dan. So <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's um you know, I would as you know, we've got the Tesla or Rusty, as we call it. That's rusty right. Tesla. Yeah. So for me, like Rusty is a, for me, not for everyone, like a traditional US name. Hey, Rusty, you know. Um,
0: <laughs> I could see <laughs> that. Was, I could see that.
1: Well, the reason it, where it came from is we were doing, we were lowering the car with some back Springs and it was a bit of fun. Me and Ralph were doing in in the workshop and he was taking he was taking the mick, he was taking the pierce, and he kept on saying, oh, there's a bit of rust there. There's a bit of rust there. <laughs> Trying to poo-poo the Tesla, you know, as people do. Sure, sure. But when it's like rust, rust, hang on a minute, rusty. Because hmm. obviously wedgie, rusty. Well, I thought, do you know what? Rusty Tesla, that sounds brilliant.
0: Just like that, it has a personality. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, you know, my kids are a bit upset because they like calling it poppy. Uh, <laughs>
0: poppy, okay.
1: <laughs> I wasn't into that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
0: Yeah, rusty yeah. poppy. They'll probably still just keep calling it that.
1: <laughs> it's got two names. It's two Fair sides. Enough. Yep. F- that's it. Uh, yeah, the uh the fast lane side. But you know, Daily I'd love Driver to spend and Weekend. More... <laughs> that's it. That's it. Jet and Hyde. Um I'd love to spend a bit more money uh on the Tesla, but the EV conversion's bleeding me dry. You know, I'd love to put you know, different set of wheels on it. I'd love to get some, um, not promoted by anyone, but I'd love to get some <laughs> KW suspension on it. You know, uh, mountain pass performance, do some nice stuff. They do. All of on it at the moment is the unplugged front splitter, the eye back lowering springs, the mountain pass performance, um, spherical bearings, uh, put a little performance rear spoiler on it. So not, not massive mods. um, but it will come, it will come. I'm sure it'll have its time.
0: <laughs> I don't doubt that at all.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah it's. I just need to make sure the TBR is done first. That was the main project. You know, and Rusty is my wife's daily driver, so it can't be too ridiculous what we do. Um, but I am very keen to get some sort of drift mode on it. Very keen. I think uh, Mountain Pass has pastor. something say again
0: i think mountain pass has something
1: yes there are a few things around but then i want to just go down to the drift day because you do not get electric cars down at the drift days i go down to the drift day and be like who's this joker and uh obviously none of the people that go there these days know that i used to drift you know and i'm confident i could uh, show them a thing or two whether the tesla will uh I'm not sure how it will perform, but from what I've seen from um, drift videos of the Tesla, might need a bit of extra lock. Always a bit of extra lock always helps. Uh, some uh, dodgy tires at the rear. and We'll have some fun.
0: I'm looking forward to hearing how that goes too.
1: Me too. Can't wait to experience it. It'll
0: be yeah. fun. Well, Tim, thank you so much for carving out the time. I think there's a ton more we could chat about, and we might just have to do this again sometime. But thanks for uh, staying up late to uh, match up time zones with me. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a happy holidays. and uh,
1: Thanks, Dan. Have a great Christmas, and uh, happy Christmas to the whole of the U.S. And uh, obviously, if you want to know more about Charge Heads, you know, check out Charge Ed's UK, mainly on YouTube, but any of the socials as well.
0: Absolutely. And uh, all of those links are also going to be in the show notes and whatnot, too. So people Goodbye. go check it out. Good stuff.
1: Lovely. All right. Cheers, Dan. Take care. See all ya. The
0: best. Bye. Bye.